Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Well, one thing that's kind of cool about this show is that, you know, I'm talking to a lot of new artists and up-and-coming artists, but I also get an opportunity to talk to a lot of bands that are have either been around for a while or, in a number of cases, are getting back together. And this is not the first show I've done like this where I've talked to a band that's uh, kind of doing a one-off reunion or a one-off release or, or something like that. But it's always very cool, especially if it's a band that I I was familiar with the first time around. And the guest on this episode is, isn't a band that is doing just that, getting back together. And I won't say that I was like a, you know... A hardcore fan or anything, but I definitely knew the band. I saw you live a few times. I have some of the CDs, and uh, I remember <laughs> you existing as a band. So I think that before we get into any of the reasons why you're doing these reunion shows or, or anything like that, if you want to introduce yourself and maybe just give a bit of background about, about Ham and, and what you did as a band. Hey, uh, my name is uh, Paul Lafreniere. Uh, I play uh, guitar in Ham. Um, we started back in 1995. We put out uh, three albums, one in 98, one in 2001, and one in 2006. And uh, we called it quits in about 2008. We got back together for, uh, I guess, our first little reunion that was back in 2012. And then um, we were planning on 2020 being another return. But then COVID hit. Of course. And that all got kiboshed. And yeah, we said now or never, let's do it uh, this summer. So it's, uh, you know, to make that happen, we have our drummer, Brad Piggott. He lives in uh, Jacksonville, Florida now. Our guitar player, Jim Demos, he lives in Montreal. And our original bass player, Devin McCracken, he's now in Berlin. Wow, that's so you guys are spread out, yeah. You know the logistics of that. <laughs> There's some logistics there, so uh, we managed to get uh, Bradley. He's going to be coming down. Jim is going to be coming down. Jim is really the mastermind of all of this. He's the one who put it all together. And uh, Devin unfortunately couldn't make it, so we got uh, Scott Clark from Winnipeg. He's going to be uh, joining us uh, playing bass. So if this is the first the first show since you know it's it's been I guess over a decade now right if the last one was in 2012 um, yeah yeah over a decade how, how how does that work for you guys I mean having you know I know you've played these songs a lot of these songs anyway over and over again you know going back to when they were first written but with this long of a break what is it like sort of trying to get back into the uh, into ham mode <laughs> into like being ready to to play this stuff after such a long time without without doing it uh, it was. 
Yeah, you know, honestly, it took me two good hard listens to every song before I even began to understand what was happening. Uh, you know, me and Jim's guitars, they weave pretty tight. Um, it was really, <laughs> it was quite the thing to just unlock, uh, you know, what each other was doing. And also just to get back in, you know, in the ham mode, It's it's been a long time since we've written these songs and you know honestly uh, 15 years goes by and you you don't really play guitar the same way sure so yeah. it's, you gotta you know you gotta sit down and go oh yeah yeah we're all about pull-offs we're all about <laughs> open strings we're all about you know being noisy so um yeah it definitely took me a good week or two to get back in that mode but once i did all the songs started coming again and then cool. just the fingers just kind of found their way. And yeah, I think, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty, uh, it's going to be a pretty great time, uh, come the 18th and 19th there. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, it's not, I mean, I guess if you were something like a, just a, just a punk band or something, it'd be a lot easier to sort of get back into the mode, but what you guys are doing is considerably more complex. And like you said, with the guitars weaving in and out and there's lots of parts and lots of just kind of movement throughout the songs. And do you have, did you sort of come up with a set list ahead of time of songs from the, the catalog that you, you were going to do for the show? Yeah. Oh yeah. We've, we've uh, been working on a set list for a long time and, you know, after, revisiting it we realized it was like 30 songs long we're like hey we're literally playing every single song we wrote <laughs> okay we got we gotta you know we have to pick some favorites here so we eventually got it down to a 16 uh, song set um we're going to be playing at least an hour uh for the bar show at the goodwill and uh i think they're giving us 40 45 minutes for the festival so oh, cool um you know, I'm not sure which songs we'll cut, which songs we'll keep, but we'll we'll have more than enough material to uh, to get us through those two nights. Well, and how how much time do you have to rehearse this in person? I mean, I'm sure you can work on your own parts individually, but with those two guys coming from out of town or out of country, in one case, I mean, are you going to have a lot of opportunity to actually get together before these two shows? Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's really good. Like Brad, he's he's taking some vacation. Um, Jim's taken a uh, full week, so they're going to be here well in advance. Uh, you know, we're playing that first show on a Friday, so I think they're going to be here on a Saturday before. Oh, cool. Okay. And we're going to hit the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think we're going to get a good four or five jams in, and we got a, um, we got a church uh, set up for a jam spot this time. So uh, apparently we got... Uh, Anytime in the evening, so we're we're good for a spot, and and uh, Scott Clark, he's uh, he's uh, you know a real uh, connoisseur when it comes to uh, gear, and he's gotten all of you know he's taken care of all of that for us, and uh, cool. yeah, it's uh, you know I, I, it's should be good, should be good. I think we're going to get a lot more practice in this time than we did the last time, and the last time worked out great, so I'm. I'd say, well, we got another 10 years. Yeah, the last, the last, I said, the last time was well, a little closer to the source material there, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's, uh, I wouldn't say, it's not really a challenge. Like, yeah, it, it is challenging. We did write the song, so eventually, you know, they're all in there. You just have to. Well, there's muscle memory, right? Yeah. Some of that's going to come back. And and muscle memory and, 
you know, uh, vocally, you know, um, the vocals, like for me, everything's uh, pretty much at a high register and full intensity. So getting back in that mode, you know, is, uh, I'm, uh, you know, anyways, I'm just conscious about not uh, busting a blood vessel <laughs> uh, <laughs> and haven't given myself a stroke. Yeah, yeah, but, that's, uh, that wouldn't be good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, otherwise, yeah, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be the ham. I'm hoping to deliver the ham uh, that left off in 2008. And, you know, I, I hope that uh, everybody has, uh, you know, everybody has a really good time because it's just about, uh, you know, we just figured it was time to, uh, to give it one last crack and, uh, you know, I think Jim really felt a burning need to uh, play these songs one more time. We had the opportunity to play this festival here. So, yeah, you know, we hadn't done a festival since uh, Core Fest. Yeah, yeah, which is a while back um, now. Yeah, I can't even remember when when that was. That was pre-2000, I think. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. Late, late 90s. Um, so, yeah, you know, when you get a chance to play uh, a festival, uh, you got to, you know, you can't say no. Of course, yeah.
above her head And that she shoots for the moon She lands and stars again She lands and stars again the Corfest reference maybe it brings up something is what what do you think the legacy of Ham is what do people remember about Ham do you think in Winnipeg I mean because like you said this is it's been a while since since you played a show a lot of people who are going to shows now are you know maybe too young to have seen you the first time or maybe haven't even heard of you obviously you have people who are still in Winnipeg who knew you the first time around who are going to check it out but do you think that there's I guess what what is what yeah what what is Ham's legacy here in the city as a band like what do people remember about you guys um i think that we were you know we were noisy weirdos yeah. uh, that somehow somehow just through you know just sheer ambition and just wanting to do it um eventually got a foothold in the scene and we started drawing people and we had this one show. Uh, there used to be this band called Walkie Talkie. Yeah, I remember that. And I had uh, Chris Ladd and and the boys there. Uh, Ernie was in that band. Sorry, I forget. The, uh, Ernie Wood. Ernie Wood. Well, and they did and, a reunion uh, show anyways, recently, so, too. What's that? They just did a reunion show a few months ago, too. Yes. So yes, that's, yes, uh, yes, everyone did, from yeah. that era is coming back, I guess. Yeah, that's right. So we were playing with them. And up until that point, we were getting no one at shows. You know, it, it's the... Typical story, a starting yeah. band, you know, um, bands are dime a dozen, uh, you know, it's, you're playing at the Albert, you're playing on Wednesday nights, on Tuesday nights, not much of a draw, so anyways, we're playing with Walkie Talkie, and they had to cancel last minute, and we were basically doing the show ourselves, and that was the first show where we made... You know, we we made a hundred dollars at the door. We're like a hundred dollars, unbelievable! Like, un- that was unbelievable. And from that moment on, it was an expectation that you know we can we can draw people. We can do this. Like we, yeah. you know. And then after that, we just didn't settle for didn't settle for scraps, and we just I don't know. We just started drawing people. We started insisting. It's like we insisted that people come and see us, and we had this change and in uh you know 
in our outlook and yeah it started to bring success and eventually it got us that uh, pixie show yeah that must have been in, huge in yeah. 2004 and and i mean i think that people probably i would say remember us most for opening up for the pixies the uh, the second show of the reunion tour and i'm always really proud of that moment that was uh probably one of the biggest shows we had ever played yeah 1650 people sold out in three minutes i know they weren't there for us but <laughs> still man, we were on the bill yeah that's that's fantastic i remember hearing about that and uh i, I didn't go to the show but yeah that, that must have been a massive uh just in terms of name recognition for you guys people just coming yeah. to see the pixies and then there's hamill that's great yeah yeah i know and <laughs> and again like you know, love us or hate us, that that was, you know, like Ham opened up for the Pixies. Like, if that's our underdog status, like somehow we managed to get on stage and uh, opening up for the Pixies. That Like, I always loved that about Ham. That's, you know, uh, no one no one expected us to be there. And there we were, front and center. And... Uh, you know yeah i thought we i thought we you know i thought we uh had a really good account of ourselves that night and uh you know and we've had a lot of we've played with a lot of really great bands over the years like the no means no yeah. we played with uh Ujme doma from uh sorry if i'm mistaken might be czechoslovakia or at the time was the yeah, yeah. czech republic um oh we've played so uh, Jim will remember 20 other bands we played with, but I, I remember the no means no, uh, that was a really great show. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying to remember there was a, there was a show where, uh, there was a show where equipment got, uh, got broken and things got thrown in the crowd. You know, it's just, it know, happens. Yeah. Good old, uh, you know, good old nineties, uh, good old nineties, you know?
I started going to shows when I was in junior high, which would have been, would have been mid-90s. So I'm, I'm 40 now, so I'm, you know, a little younger than you guys. But um, I, I think I probably saw you play, must have been mid-2000s or something, uh, you know. And so that's been a while for me as well, even hearing you. But for someone who's listening to this and maybe has heard the name and doesn't know what you sound like, how do you define what ham sound is? I know that's a hard question because, especially these days, because everything has got six million different uh, subgenres floating around, but like, is there kind of a quick Coles Notes version you would give to someone uh, if they asked what kind of music you play? Mm, yeah, well, it, it's... Uh, I mean... Hmm, yeah, okay. How about... <laughs> there's a... Some people would say there's a little bit of a prog element to it. Uh, there's definitely a little bit of a noise element to it. Yeah. Um, but fundamentally, there's songs there. There's songs, uh, you know, uh, I say there's there's definitely some melodicism going on, but there's definitely a tip of the hat to, uh, you know, some rock, some gypsy music. Um, your gypsy caravan kind of stuff. Uh, there's some desert rock in there. Yeah. Um, you know, I would say there's some post-punk. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, oh, come on. It'll come back to, uh, <laughs> at the drive-in. Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 I always loved that. Great band. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say we sound like them, but I would definitely say, you know, we're, distance distant cousins or something you know like yeah yeah exactly. we had some of that element you know yeah in terms of just like the way the songs are structured and things like that too that can uh, yeah, I drive that. like jay who sure those i love those uh you know um what is it, san francisco san francisco bands okay it's those are hard to define too some of those bands also with just a simple genre label as well right so yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, for sure. So you, you mentioned a couple shows that are happening. So let's get the details of, of those shows. The first one is happening uh, at a bar in Winnipeg. What are the details on that show? Uh, okay, well, that's uh, on August 18th. That's a Friday. That's at the Goodwill on uh, Portage. Yep. Um, yeah, we're going to be uh, playing with uh, Mahogany Frog. They're going to be opening. Uh, I believe they're going to be on around 10, 1030. And we're going to be on around 11.30. Okay. And um, then uh, the next day, we're heading out to Sam Malo to play the um, 
Rainbow, Rainbow Trout. Trout Festival, and we're going to be on, I think we got the first slot. We're on at 6 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that'll be a fun yeah, fun that's... location for you. Yeah. Playing that thing. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to, um, we would have been happy with the one show, but it is so much, you know, effort, like, and the logistics of it all, especially with everybody, like, one guy's in another country. Yeah, totally. Guys, another province. Uh, you, uh, we were just like, hey, let's get that second show in, and uh, you know, just make it. Uh, like, we'll even be better the second night. I'm hoping. I'm like the first night. It's gonna be awesome. But yeah. you know, you get that show under your belt the second night. You're usually even tighter. So I'm yeah. looking forward. Do you um do you foresee this as being uh, something that happens again? I mean, depending on how well this goes, of course. Like it's been you know more than a decade since the last one, but uh, do you hope it'll happen more often? Obviously, knowing that there's you know roadblocks with people being in different countries and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Jim is uh, Jim Demos. He's really uh, he's really the visionary as far as uh, you know the touring and. Uh, right you know just doing things i wouldn't have thought of was i wouldn't have thought would be possible at our age and you know kind of where we're at with this band i mean you know we hung it up like 15 years ago but you know he's he's always throwing around uh, ideas and i know he just set himself up uh, for his own uh, solo project he had set himself up a european tour this year okay and uh, he managed to go for well over two weeks. So I know he, you know, I don't know. If we were to do this again, there's talk of, you know, hey, why don't we do it in Europe? Yeah, yeah like, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be amazing. So we'll see. But for now, it's the two shows in Winnipeg.
way at this point for people to find Ham's music like how, how much of is it I know there's so many different ways people consume music these days I have the CDs so I'm listening to it the old way uh, you know is it available on the streaming services on Bandcamp where can people find it yeah you can find it on Bandcamp um, we had this thing in the 90s it was called two ply two ply collective okay yeah yeah that sounds familiar yeah 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 it was just a bunch of our friends and stuff like that we would just use that moniker to you know we just slap it on the cd and it was just kind of to link us all together um so if you go to Bandcamp, camp uh, two ply uh two ply collective it'll come up pretty much it's all winnipeg stuff it's all 90s some 2000s and uh it's actually this is quite a bit there's quite a few bands that are linked to that name and um a lot of really eclectic stuff cool. um yeah it's um you know it's definitely worth a listen all right this is maybe a weird question at this point in time but are any of the cds still available like are those floating around anywhere or are they all long uh, different yeah yeah you can um i think through Bandcamp, oh, you cool. can uh, you can still purchase those cds uh we'll have some uh, cds I think we still got some in boxes there from 15 <laughs> years ago, so uh, yeah, yeah. still original wrapping there. So um, we'll be selling that if anybody's interested. I think we're going to have a 
going to have a little bit of merch. We made up a really nice poster. Oh, cool. Of uh, the show, and uh, I believe we're also going to have uh, a couple T-shirts there. Some of the old ones, but some uh, some new ones too. So we'll have a little something to share with the people. Right on. And then uh, I know that there's an Instagram page for Ham that is posting some of these uh, things about the events and about the the old uh, you know albums and things like that. Is there anywhere else online that people can find outside of Bandcamp that people can find Ham or Ham related material? Yeah, I believe so. I'm uh, again. I'm not. Um, of course, yeah. I'm not the, the tech guy or bad. I'm not. Uh, you know, Jim is more of the guy for that. But I believe you know we got a we got a Facebook page, uh, like you said, the Instagram, and uh, the Bandcamp. And I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure that's that's how you do it. Cool, cool. And then um, like. Do you think there's any, well, you know what? Actually, I was going to ask if there's any chance like of Ham continuing to make new music. And the reason I ask that now is because you have the availability of the internet, where you can actually now fairly simply record things and send them back and forth, even if you're in in different countries. Has that been something that's been even thought about, or are you just sticking with sort of playing the hits, <laughs> if you want to call it that, right now? And then just uh, you know that's something that maybe will be dealt with in the future. Yeah. Well, you know. You you never know. Uh, you never know. I I think we've been practicing so hard for this show, and we're so pumped to do it that. Uh, and also, we got so much time to jam that I'm hoping things just kind of start organically. And you never yeah. know. You know, we might we might uh, we might work on a couple riffs. Maybe we'll put some together while we're here. But yeah, I I wouldn't uh, discount that. I think. Uh, I think that uh, we kind of relit this spark here for this uh, this show. So I'm uh, I wouldn't discount us, uh, like you said. You know, maybe sharing some ideas online and and kind of doing it that way, and then maybe meeting up again and actually uh, putting some of that music down. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's I don't know when when I was younger and I thought of. Uh, I thought of uh, being near 50 I did not did not think that uh, music was in the cards you know as you I don't know as I'm getting closer to 50 I I'm like oh anything is possible I haven't <laughs> lost my interest in music I still love making music I still love making noise and and uh, yeah anything's possible